We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. It's quarter number four of the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante, and we welcome back to the show the coach, Nick Caduti. Coach, great to have you on. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again, Jim. It's always a lot of fun, and Coach is the one who does the great film studies on Penn State football on the For the Bloggy YouTube channel. It's an absolute must if you're a serious Penn State football fan. Again, that's For the Bloggy, the YouTube channel. Great videos. And last week, Coach, you put one out really fascinating. It was Manny Diaz's split field coverage. Before we get started, could you just define for our listeners split field coverage? What is it? Yeah, I mean, so if if you're going to break it down in layman's terms, you know, it really boils down to if I were to split the field in half, right, right down the center, um, usually in today's world, um, you usually have a a two or three receiver side and then maybe a one receiver side. So uh, most of the time this field is considered split because based on one side or the other offense. So most offenses have created uh, split field uh, concepts when it comes to passing game. And so the defense has learned to match it. So the old days of, you know, 4-4 cover three or just cover two or cover four, cover one, um, those have kind of gone out the window. And people, what they're doing is they're creating coverage calls um, based on the side of the offensive formation. So, for example, you may have um, you may have uh, cover four on the strong side and you may have cover two on the other um, or you know you may have a roll down safety to make cover three to one side man to another side um, the idea is to create different looks for the offense so that there's not one solid look um, and so that you can maybe even get an extra run fit into an extra run fitter in or you may for example you know if you get a, a stud receiver um, you know you get a sub receiver, like we're playing Ohio State or something, and the next thing you know, they need to get a, a safety over the top. They can do that without having to change the entire coverage. So you can set it up either side. Now, again, using layman's terms, is this typically a zone defense on one side and you're manning up on the other? Is it different kinds of zone coverage? What's the typical way that works? You know, it's different. Um, so I think a lot of people, what they'll do is, you know, a lot of people, you'll see a lot of people do it to like uh, uh, twins, like two receivers or three receivers to one side and then a single to the other. So a lot of people, what they'll do is to to help out the three receiver side because trips is an unbalanced formation for a defense, um, especially when it comes to secondary looks. What they'll do is, you know, they'll bring out their safety over and what they'll do is they'll play basically like an off man to the single side receiver and then they'll play, um, or that linebacker can come underneath and help him. And, and then to the other side, they may play a, you know, they may, if it's a team that, you know, likes to throw the RPO, they may run what they call a trap where they take the corner, roll him down between the number one and number two receiver and play the safety over the top to try to take away any like quick now screens or anything like that. Um, it's split field coverage has been the answer to RPOs and to the way offenses are moving when it comes to like uh, fast tempo. It also looked and watched your video that you're trying to give the quarterback something new to look at. It's not a simple 
get behind the center, take a look up, maybe see where the safety is or how many safeties are deep, but you're actually uh, deceptive in what kind of coverage you're running. Is that correct, too? Yeah, 100%. So, like, if you were to go into a game, you know, back in the, you know, back in the 80s, even the 90s, you know, you'd walk in and you'd tell the quarterback, you'd walk, tell the quarterback straight up, hey, listen, uh, is it too high or one high? Is the middle field open or closed? Um, so if it's too high, it's only going to be cover two, cover four. If it's one high, it's only going to be cover one or cover three. Um, and those rules have changed. So now you can't do that as a quarterback. Now you have to look at both sides, try to determine the the, the coverage on both sides and say, okay, maybe over to the right side, they're running a cover two look. But that for some reason over here, it looks like a cover one look. Um, the idea is to, is to put a little bit of a little bit of hesitation in the quarterback and to create different looks for him because, you know, the game has changed so much in the past 15 years. And you also talk about uh, the deep coverage and how many people are dropping back where you could have a two deep, four deep. It's two deep on one side, one deep on the other, so that this could now these the deep coverage changes depending on the side of the field, correct? Yeah, and so like a real a one that you'll probably hear, um, you know, you'll hear Jim Nance talk about or Kirk Herbstreit, they'll say a cover six, right? And so there's no six DBs back there, so you can't see that. So cover six is basically uh, what they call quarter, quarter, half. And what they'll do is they'll have a, uh, they'll have a corner and a safety on the strong side, right? And so they're going to play cover four to one side, okay? So they're playing what they call quarter, quarter, okay? So that usually means that either a safety or a linebacker is playing in the flat to try to take something away, um, and, and they may have extra help. And then the half comes from the other side. So you'll get quarter, quarter on the strong side, and then you get half on the other side. So either the corner is bailing deep, okay? Um, and he's got half the field, or there's another safety over there where he's got half the field, and they'll play the corner up. So it, they call it cover six because it's four and two, right? So it's, it's cover two to one side, cover four to the other, and now you've got cover six. And that's how they create these names and these words. You know, like Nick Saban has cover seven and you know, all those things. Okay, that's the one that was confusing to me, cover six. What it is is just on the one side, there's two guys back, as if they're each covering a quarter of the field, which would be like a cover four on the other side where there's one back covering half the field, where if you did both sides, it would be a cover two. Yeah. And so it goes back to, they're just adding up the coverage numbers. They're just making up names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was looking for the logic of it and there was one of those, oh, are they just trying to confuse me with this? The other part that I found fascinating, I think it was the first, uh, one of the first examples you gave on video and we're just doing audio so some of this is a little tough to illustrate but where it looks like it's man to man across the board that's the deception that's what the quarterback is reading then can you explain a little bit where you have uh two receivers on the one side of the field it looks like the defense is matching up man to man but that's just what the look they're trying to show they end up dropping into different coverage, though. Yeah, and so, again, it goes back to what they were playing North Carolina in that game. And so North Carolina was a huge RPO team. And so the idea was, especially when North Carolina's a hurry, they predetermine what they're going to do based on what the quarterback sees pre-snap. So he's going to walk up there and say, okay, I see man-to-man, -man, so here's my man-to-man -man, uh, run-pass option beater. 
Um, and so that's what he's looking at. So when the ball is snapped, and all of a sudden his pre-snap read is wrong because now they're dropping a corner, putting the safety down in the box, and they're rolling to uh, cover seven, right? So it looks like cover seven is cover three to one side, cover four to the other. And so when they do that, they're taking away that, that cover one RPO beater um, and making the quarterback have to hesitate on what he sees. You know, it's all, it's all a chess game. Right? It's a chess match. It's not checkers. It's, okay, what are they looking at pre-snap? What are they seeing? You know, because every, every team is taught the same thing. It goes back to what does the quarterback see pre-snap? What does he see post-snap, right? Pre-snap determines where he's going to look. Post-snap determines if he's going to throw or give the ball or whatever it might be. So if you screw up the pre-snap, then by simple deductive reasoning, the post-snap is going to be even more confusing for a quarterback. And so also part of that you say is there's a pre-snap, post-snap read. The defense should, I would assume, has to be careful in that example where you had the players appearing to play man-to-man, but the cornerback or the safety is getting ready to drop back. He's got to be careful he doesn't give away what he's doing, right? Correct. So um, I would say that, you know, there's a couple things you got to look at. Number one, everyone's got to tell, right? So it's just like poker. Everyone has a poker face. Everyone's got to tell. And so defenses have a tell. Um, offenses have a tell. So when you do a really big job of trying to disguise what you're doing or hide what you're doing, that also puts you in a bad situation because you are not in the perfect position to maybe run the coverage you want to run or perform what you want to perform. So you may get caught if you're trying to look like man and bail a corner that you may bail late and now you put your kid in a really bad position. Or you may you may look like you're trying to stay too high and you roll the safety down to one side and he doesn't get there in time and now he looks stupid. Um, you know, when you, it, it's the pros and cons, right? It, it, I'm going to try to confuse him, but in the process, it's going to put my kids in maybe a bad situation early on. Um, and praise that maybe the chess game says he's going to slow down. So that allows my guys to get there. We're talking in terms of Manny Diaz with this kind of coverage in watching any of the film of Penn state's defense, how, do they have they already been playing this kind of coverage? Yeah, they have. Um, I would say that Penn State lived in a lot of cover three um, and a lot of man, um, really, truly, uh, that from last year. Um, but I think they do that because Penn State was a heavy blitz team, right? And so there's only so many things you can do when you blitz as much as they did. Um, I think Manny Diaz is going to bring the same kind of answer. I think really, truly what you're looking at, though, is you know the adjustment on what Penn State has been previously what they are now. Penn State in the past few years really truly wasn't a blitz-heavy, aggressive defense. Manny Diaz is going to bring a different uh, genre to it. You know, uh, Penn State's always, you know, back in the day, 4-3, cover 3, or 4-3, cover 4, you know, linebacker you. Let them run. And so I think that Manny Diaz is going to bring a little bit more of that that uh, southern flair. You know, the Miami, the... Um, you know, the Florida idea of let's overload the side and let's just freaking get to town. So it'll be exciting. Penn State fans should be really excited about it. Man, Diaz is a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Well, we've seen some of the numbers, and it seems like his teams do create havoc, whether it's tackles for loss, sacks. So that, that will be fun to watch. Now, also, with Penn State, they don't have a lot. They only have one returning starter at linebacker, and there's some conversation that – Previously, a safety would be starting at linebacker, a guy by the name of Jonathan Sutherland. 
where it's almost becomes a four two five. Does that um, kind of mesh with this kind of split field coverage, having a essentially an extra uh, defensive back in there as opposed to three linebackers? Manny Diaz is a phenomenal defensive coordinator. So in the end of the day, he's going to make his defense work for his personnel. Um, I would say that it doesn't matter what he's going to have. He's going to put the best 11 on the field. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Manny Diaz. I have been for years. Um, I think he was thrown to the fire in Miami as a head coach. Um, I think that he kind of got the uh, bad end of a stick on that one. I think people believe Miami is what it used to be, and it's not. Um, And I think that what he did with what he had was phenomenal. And so... You know, I wouldn't worry too much about that stuff. I would say he puts the best 11 on the field, and let's get to work. All right, and we'll put our trust in Manny Diaz. As always, Coach, it went way too fast, but that is it for our show. Thank you, Coach, for being with us, and thank you all for listening. Be sure you join us next time on the Keystone Kickoff Show. This is Jim Galante from the Keystone Sports Network, letting you know there's nothing like going on the road with your favorite team. I'm pleased to announce that KSN, along with Collegiate Athletic Travel, the leaders in athletic travel for 50 years, is offering a trip to Auburn this fall for the Nittany Lions versus the Tigers. Charter flight, accommodations at the team hotel, and transport to and from the game are included. Go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout.